Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Ben Bernanke says the economy is unusually uncertain. European banks are put to the test. American banks are making gobs of money. And financial reform finally passes. Yeah, just another week in the global economy, I guess. All that coming up today from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, working to strengthen America by empowering young people to achieve educational success beyond high school. And by Ally Bank, committed to customer service. At AllyBank.com, visitors can chat online with a customer care associate 24-7. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Glad you could join us on this Friday, everybody. It is the 23rd of July today. The big question for banks in Europe on this Friday was, what if, as in what would happen if the global economy were to be hit by another recession? European regulators have been curious about that, so they did what the Treasury Department here did last year. They ran stress tests to see how 91 financial institutions might cope. Just seven failed the health check, five in Spain, one in Greece, one in Germany, all of them smaller regional banks. That means the continent's big financial guns all got passing grades raising the not irrelevant question of just how stressful the tre- stress, tre- stress tests rather really were. Our senior business correspondent Bob Moon reports. European officials might be forgiven for not wanting to put too fine a point on things. So says monetary analyst Ashraf Laidi at CMC Markets in London. He points to lingering doubts whether Europe's banking system can weather the continent's debt crisis. We are right now at a time when the fabric of market confidence and interbank lending is stretched quite thin. Laidi suggests Europe's financial physicians were likely careful to avoid delivering any news that might throw the patient back into intensive care. They did not want to go into a situation where they would impose such stark tests that they would themselves trigger a new blow to market confidence. Some analysts complain regulators failed to test the worst case, what would happen if a nation defaulted on its sovereign debt. Instead, the test figured on banks holding sovereign bonds to maturity, not what would happen if they actually became worthless in the meantime. At Merck Mitchell Funds, Chief Investment Officer Axel Merck sees the skepticism as healthy. The pressure will remain on these banks. It's not like the book is now closed and we'll just move on and everything is going to be great in the Eurozone. If there are some deficiencies in the stress test, plenty of us analysts will go out there and pound on the table and say, we'd like to have more information. In fact, European Union sources told Marketplace their report provides the raw data analysts can use to draw their own conclusions. That leaves Merck with one more question. What took so long? It scares me a little bit that only once every couple of decades, a regulator comes in and says, maybe we should check whether you guys can stomach a shock. That is something that should happen every single day. Merck says the final scores probably won't be as important as that raw data might be in helping calm the markets. In Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon for Marketplace. Citigroup stock gave up a bit more than a percent and a half today. Tough to know whether that was an actual profit and loss judgment investors were making or the fact that the Treasury Department said today that it's going to unload another big block of city shares, part of what taxpayers got in return for their TARP support. The government selling shares is a little bit like you and me selling shares. They call their broker. The Treasury Department has hired Morgan Stanley for the biggest part of the job, but there is plenty of action to go around. 
Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer reports now from Washington. Treasury has already sold a big chunk of its stake in Citigroup. Today, officials announced they'll sell one and a half billion more shares. And Morgan Stanley will get a fraction of a cent for every one of those shares sold. Christopher Whalen is a financial analyst at Institutional Risk Analytics. He says Treasury threw Morgan this multi-million dollar bone because Morgan needs a little love. Right now, it's the runt of the litter among the big brokerage houses. Morgan Stanley was arguably the weakest of the remaining firms. So I think part of the reason the Treasury has given Morgan Stanley this business is simply to help them.